Shall I call you Jay or Jamie? So I don't know, mate. Not bothered. Um, I'll call you probably Jay because it seems that's what most people know you by. Yeah, all different, yeah. So look, um, uh, I should have interviewed you like um a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, before um your big fight at FCC thirty four, and yeah. um. You actually, um, you know, your title, um, FCC welterweight champion, you defended it against, uh, wasn't it, Afiz or Dirinde? Yeah, yeah. Look, um, uh, talk to me about that. Um, how is that fight? I mean, I, I, when I looked at the, um, the social media, what was coming through on the feeds, I was like, <laughs> okay, that's now even something better to talk about in the interview because, you know, now and still you defend your title. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, I got, I've watched it back. Um, I got a lot of praise and stuff with me striking, but I, I, I felt that was, I wasn't far from my best. Um, with, with the with calories being so, so shit for so long, and then, a, and then a big weight cut, I felt flat on the day. I've never felt like that before. The fight before, um, I only voiced it to a couple of people. Obviously, didn't want to, didn't want people to, to worry about it or not. But I just felt flat. I felt, I didn't feel like I had no energy. Um, obviously, I rose to the occasion when I was in, in there with him, but. Um, I I said before the fight, I'm definitely going to middleweight. Like I'm not, I'm not doing this weight cut again. Like I even walked to get a coffee at like five o'clock on a Saturday, and then my legs were tired when I was walking back. It wasn't even far. It was like a ten minute walk, and my leg I just felt tired. I felt fucking arm drained. Yeah, I haven't, I hadn't hydrated properly. Wow. Um, but I was like in the after my weight cut, I had indigestion. That body only had one meal. I couldn't get anything in me. Like I just, I didn't feel well. So um, wow. I, I, I definitely just, I, I'm bigger now. So when I fought in middleweight, I weighed in 183 and I ate and drank the morning of the weigh-in because I was that light. And now I only get down to 188 and then cut. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So like I'm, I'm, I'm way bigger now at welterweight than I was when I was in middle. So it's just, if I didn't win that title in, in December, I wouldn't have fought at welterweight again anyway. But obviously I had to make championship weight because I won the belt that way then. So... so- when we see people with whether it's mixed martial arts, or well, with, let's say within sports, maybe combat sports, when we see them walking around shredded at that weight, looking so ripped, actually the person themselves might be feeling really, really rough, really, really sick, and you start to go out there and perform. Yeah, so I say to everyone, like when you get a six pack and that, say it's a myth. Like every time my abs come through, I'm miserable because I'm starving. I go to bed at night, I'm thinking about breakfast already. Like I can't wait to wake up and eat. Because yeah. everything's so measured and calculated, like, like it's on. That's why I got my belly tattooed. Because when I thought I, I don't want no everyone abs again, and then I ended up fighting again, getting skinny. Because <laughs> you'll, mean... you'll see a lot, a much bigger version of me at middleweight. I obviously won't be as the lads will fight will be a bit taller probably, but um, I'll be coming in jacked. So immediately after a fight, especially if you're competing in a weight division, that's probably much lower than your normal healthy weight that you normally just go about your day-to-day or when you're not or let's say off season or you're not competing when you are um after a fight basically um the following day you just you you eat loads lots of junk food <laughs> just everything basically is that what you normally do yeah so i i don't like to lose me shape too fast because you, you go from looking so good for for so for a long for like a long camp I feel like it really, it really affects me. I feel I, I get that depressed about it. I feel, I feel even when I'm not fast, I feel fast because you're so used to being a certain way. So um, the week, like I only had three days off, 
Uh, and normally I have like a pizza, I'll have a Mackey's. I'll have like, uh, I'll have a little trial of shit food I haven't been able to eat. And once I've, I once I've had it once, then I'm not, I'm not bothered again. Then I start feeling shit. I start getting spotty and actually eating greasy food. And then yeah. after like three or four days, I'm back. I'm, I'm counting calories again today. I just went, I just been out today getting all my meal preps and that. I've seen my calories are up now. I've, 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 okay. I've, I've upped them, in, but um, I'm still tracking everything. Just because if you stop tracking everything, then you get into sync and just eating what you want. And it's yeah. hard then to re get back into the cycle of yeah. scanning it for you eating and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Look, um, your fight against, uh, well, like you can't explain that, but um, being the FCC um, uh, MMA amateur welterweight champion, I mean, what is that? What is that like? Um, do you feel that, like, I've heard fighters say this before that uh, that these are fighters in, say, um, the US scene, but they don't want to be regarded as the gatekeeper to that particular title or something. As in, is they when you when you're fighting, um, when you're competing, you already have the title, now you're basically having to defend the title. Do you feel that added pressure that there's certain things you have to prove to certain people? Uh, uh, so. Oh. There's this. There's a reason as to why you have to make sure you win this fight, and make sure you keep that, keep the belt, keep the title. Um. So the title doesn't necessarily bother me. Like, um, it's just the it's the fight. Like I, uh, I've never lost boxing or MMA now. Like I couldn't give a fuck about the belt. Like I mean, I when I've won it, I wanted to win it. When I've won it, when I know won it, I've won it. Do you know what I mean like? They're just defending. I'm fighting for pride now. Do you know? I don't give a fuck if he, he needs the belt. I don't. I've already got one. Um, but it's El Mano, El Mano, isn't it? Like you, 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 you've, I've, I've, you've got the prize on my head, and you think that you can beat me. Do you know what I mean? And that's the way I see it. Like absolutely not. Let's have it. Excuse me, because I was looked at your fight records, your amateur fight record. It's very impressive. It's really, really good. <laughs> Um, and I think in one of the interviews you had not too long ago with the FCC, um, I can't pronounce his name, is it Tichonu? Yeah, yeah. You were saying to him that after this fight at 34, FCC 34, you are now, you want to um, go to pro. You are, I think you're done. You've had enough amateur fights under your belt. Yeah, yeah. So I went, I quit fighting years ago. I got a medical discharge from the army. Um, so... I'm not gonna go into detail because then obviously it's not really a weakness, but people could consider it a weakness. So, but um, I stopped boxing. Then I had plans of like can continue in the boxing. I never, I always looked for a jujitsu and I thought I'd love to learn it, but I used to think it was a bit gay to be honest. And it's like I'm rolling around the floor. You know I mean, I don't realize that's that's, that's that's that was my as a boxer or any boxer heard of sailing fucking doing that and rolling around with the lads. Um, but now I, I prefer jiu-jitsu over, over everything else but it just I went and started learning it and I thought this is fucking class this is sort of new do you know what I mean like and then it would, didn't take me long to start like s- submitting people and and then uh, I just fell in love with it and then I said to my coach which is the best he was trying to get me to fight and obviously I hadn't fought in a few years and I said which is the best um, organisation then to go and fight for because I only ever boxed when when you box in the army, you fight the best of a battalion, so you fight the best out of like so many thousand troops that they're pulling from. So you you, you have good fights. Um, and I, I stopped one of my boxing bouts in like forty seconds, and it was a waste of time. I felt like I'd trained loads, and I got in there and I beat them in forty seconds. It wasn't for me. It's I hate mismatches. Like you, when you see people fight someone who shouldn't be in there with them, 
you do I do a full camp for that and I, what, what a waste of time I'd rather be in there with someone who's going to fight me like so we said FCC and then we just I said right I'm going to go and, go and get the title and then we just sort of snowballed into that and then I never really thought about the pro game, but we always we always do our elbows and stuff in the gym. I was like, I'd love to throw them because I like to I like to tear it up, don't I? So to get to get into close enough to land stuff like that, like I I want to do that. But and as soon as I won that title in December, I said to my coach, I said, I'll defend it because I feel like if you got to win, so you got to defend, haven't you? Um, I mean, I'll go pro definitely. I'm gonna have a little run, a good one of the pros. I've got a good few years left in me as I'm thirty this year, so. Another two, three years, I'm I'm still fit, healthy, so I don't see why not. I think I'll regret it if I don't. Do you know what I mean? While 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 I'm young enough to do it, you do feel that in. I I think I can completely understand what you mean. You feel that if you had to, there's a fight coming up when you're finally competing. You feel that if the fight stops so quickly, if you even if you won. And you had all that preparation behind you, training, sparring, nutrition, weight cut, everything yeah. else unrelated and needed. You feel that probably that was all in vain because you couldn't really get a chance to really portray and let people see your skills and how good of a fighter you are. Yeah, well, I got me coaching calls when I was in in, in the army. So when I, I when I went boxing, I was coaching the lads who the novice lads who had never boxed before. Um, and then even some of them, some lads had experience before the army, some had, and then they were they were able to fight, and there was a mismatch, but I had to get in, and they just smoke them straight away. And I, I, I hate that. Like, if I, I've spent, I think it all works out like a thousand pound a month with the meal preps, petrol, all the one-to-ones, all the gyms I pay for. That's a lot of money to spend yeah. to go in there and just punch some kid's head in who doesn't, he has not trained, he might not have really done it for a few years, or it's not, I just feel like, some people would would, would like that because then they, they can be the local art guy. But for me, like I don't want to do that. Like I want to fight someone who's who's trained hard and he's at the level that that I is to fight me. Because you'll never get better yeah. otherwise. Yes, yes, that's true. That's very very true. You want you want a real serious challenge. Yeah, I want to fight. Like I want I want I want I want to, I want to be afterwards. I want to think fucking out. Was it? I was tough. That otherwise, is, what's the what? Some point, there's nothing doing it. Um, I really should have asked you this next question, uh, probably closer to the beginning of the interview. Um, can you just give a, like a brief backstory on your, on your background and um, you know how you got into combat sports overall, and then gradually ventured into mixed martial arts? Um, so my old brother served. He was a, he was a tanky. He boxed as well at the same sort of level. Um, so he used to teach me to box when I was a kid, and then. When I joined the army, then I was beeline for the boxing team. Soon as soon as the boxing team was started up, it's all different in different units, different battalions, whatever. I was I was straight in in training, and then um, when I got to Chester, it sort of like blown up. Then and we, we had a really good team. We got to the um, the army the the, the finals, the semi finals of, of the armies twice. Um, you got to win as a as a group. So seven years, seven weights. You got to win four weight categories to go through. So sometimes you know I'd be win my fight, we still wouldn't go through because so many other people lost. Well, we win as a team, we lose as a team, but it's quite frustrating for me. Um, because I always done really well in my fights, and I like I feel like, and you don't get to win anything. So I wanted to box independently when I left. I wanted to go down the army team, 
Um, I asked a few times, but my chain of command at the time were a bunch of fucking assholes. And um, my son AJ he didn't want release me. Do you know what I mean? Because he needed, he wanted me as as his lance corporal in to do the job that of of the rank that I was in the army. Do you know what I mean? But if I go to the, if I go and box, then you don't have me. I'm away. Mm. So he 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 needed me for something. He told me no, so I didn't train. And then like there's like something called army individuals where you go and enter yourself and the army team are there and they, they can pick you down for the actual army team. Um, I reckon I would have got picked obviously with the experience before the army and then I was obviously won all my fights. Um, and yeah, he, he, he said I could go like a week before it was on. I just got back from Kenya, the thing. It's just not like six weeks in Kenya. I was dead skinny. I hadn't just bad and trained him and living in the desert for weeks and then he said I could go and I was like, oh, you're an asshole. Like, you, you're saying I can go now because you know that I can't because I haven't trained. Like, because all it'd be all the best middleweights that or whoever are your weight in the, in the army that would go there to get picked to win it. Do you know what I mean? Because a big thing if you win it, you might fight a couple of times on one day and stuff. But yeah, and then and then I went back to Kenya and injured myself then, and then it went an option. Mm-hmm. I, I box with with the injury I got, um, but I didn't do any like running. I can't, like I can't run anything, and I like struggle with me running and stuff. So I have to do like non impact cardio and that, but I still make it work. I'm still fit enough, obviously, so just uh, still make it work. Obviously, plus all the years of all the boot runs, training runs in, in the infantry, you don't do any, like, all you do is fitness, basically. You're like, you're laying your soldier, and, but on day-to-day, you just, all you do is fitness and just chill out, so it has nothing to do. You just, you're just just running every day, actually, you know what I mean? So you imagine what everyone's knees are like. Everyone's knees are knackered. Did so much the, impact. Oh, excuse me. Did the um uh, what do you call him again? Is it the uh, Lance Corporal or so? No, no, I was a Lance Corporal. He was my sergeant major. Did he see or was he aware of how passionate you were about um the um uh, combat sports and about the boxing you wanted to do? What did he see? How much your heart was into it? To be honest, mate, I don't. He, they change every couple of years. Every like two years, you get a new one, new sergeant major. Obviously, everyone's promoting stuff, and so some of them were really on board, and they would like push your boxing and some of them wanted you as manpower for guard and because when you're on the boxing team you just wear tracksuits and you do nothing you might be on a boxing team for like six months of the year and you're not you don't do any soldiering you're literally trained three days on half day off three down full day off and like you just you're just like going all we don't we don't like a, a fight camp out in cyprus in, in the mountains we do like all mad shit but you, but you can't be touched by by your company because you, you're busy you, you're on you're on battalion boxing so some of them don't like that because they want you as manpower yep. so they don't give a shit they're, they're there for two years they've got a job to do you're you're off boxing living your best life and they need you for something so they're going to try and keep you as much as you can oh you, you just explained that every year or two or so they get replaced by some somebody else so they're not there for the long run either no no because everyone's always promoting, so it's all changed yeah. when you when you promote your league moves. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like I I promoted pretty fast, but then I started boxing, so I career failed myself then. So when I I got offered to go and promote again a few times, but because I was boxing, I just said no because I'd have to go away and do like so many months worth of like courses or like junior brecken or and then um, I was boxing. I was for fucking hour box. I was like, I had an easy life. I was wearing tracksuit all day. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. yeah, but like, but. That saw major at the time. Papa's name was. I hope he sees this fucking asshole. Um, yeah, yeah, I reckon he had an issue with me because they, they, they like, they like to like, because they're the saw majors. They like the boys. 
like the, so, do, do you know what I mean they've been in the army years and uh, you've got a yes sir no sir and um, I was never I was never scared of him like he would do a bit of a bully do you know what I mean like the way he just pop you on guard like he's fuck out you can fuck your life around and well I was never scared of him he was just a little man just a little idiot man that I would have absolutely annihilated but I couldn't because he'd put me in jail do you know what I mean Mm. And it, he knew that I would do that to him, and he didn't like me for it because I just stand there and just look at him sometimes. When he'd shout and scream, I just look right at him. Like, and we remember he said to me once, there was like a, like all the lads on prayer, like 100 lads. And he was like, I was in a tracksuit, obviously boxing. He's like, um, Robert Davis, you think you're hard or something? And I was like, I am hard, sir. And he fucking hated me for it. He put me on guard or something. Do you know what I mean? He like changed the thing. Well, like just little things like that, like fuck him. I never let him have one over on me. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yes, yes, um, yes. Just no. a little man making life hard. But mm. the armies are like that. Like when, when, when you're in, it's like they they'll do anything to 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 like brainwash you. You can't if you get out, there's nothing out there for you. Like I had three different people say to me, you, "When you get out, you're gonna end up in jail and all this." Do you know what I mean? Stuff you different. Just because they can't leave because they've got no skills to go and do anything else in in the world and all they know. Is the army? Do you mean it's a it's a bitter, toxic place? Like honestly, I wouldn't. Really, it's good if you're if you're a young lad who's joining and like you'll go and see the world and it'll give you confidence. But if you, everyone who stays in for long, like I, I don't know, years is a little bit too long. Anyone stays in over ten years, they just like they just they just they just like hate themselves. You can tell they're just like horrible people. Do you know what I mean? You're like you just if you hate your life that much, leave. It's just a job. Do you know what I mean? But, There'll be loads of people who'll see this who in the army think yeah, he's, he's bang on the money because it's just that's exactly what it's like. But wouldn't okay, and I, I may be wrong in saying this, but okay, uh, let me say it first, and everybody out there listening or watching can uh, come back with their opinions. But wouldn't you say that well, that's the army, and if you're in the army, if they select you to be part of them. It's something you should be proud of because you're defending your country, you're serving your country. If you know what I mean, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. yeah. But look, look, look at the country now. Country's in shit state, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Just lie to us all about well, like, just lock us away, just, just lie about it. And Boris having parties, and like, I'm glad I'm like, like I went to Afghanistan when I was 18, mate, and I was proud. Like it was, I just saw that whoever wanted to do. But I wouldn't go to war for this country now. Not a chance. All them mm. politicians, all just lie, all them just lie and. Uh, the whole thing's just a scam, isn't it? I mean, in your um, eyes, you believe, and there's something I've been thinking of, and I do agree with you. The country is, is failing right that. now as a country. Yeah, would you say that basically that there's nothing to defend at the moment? Really, it's nothing proud. Yeah, you can't even if you you can't even be proud to be can't even be proud to be English anymore because you're a yeah. racist. Do you know what I mean, you have you have St George's Cross. You're a racist. You can't be proud to be. It's, it's just the country's on its ass. I never understood like, that. I've never understood that. I mean, uh, you could say you, people celebrate St. Paddy's Day more than celebrate St. George's Day. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like, yes, yes. Like it's, it's mad. It's, it's, but like, I just don't let it concern me. It's not that nah. I'll never be called up again because of my discharge. If anything ever happened anyway, I'll never be called up. Not like I would go anyway. But um, there's a lot of things you just. Now. Some, some other dickhead can go and do it. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of <laughs> things you just said there that does make some sense. I mean, well, in this part, in this country, you do have every country in the world has the indigenous population. They should have that right to celebrate their culture and history, no matter how good or bad it is. I've never really understood yeah. the the racist um, elements of hanging out, of wearing the Saint George's Red Cross on the Saint George's. I've never 
I've never understood that. So, I mean, yeah, you will have the racist, of course, but you do have the genuine, neutral, indigenous English people that want to celebrate their heritage, and there really there shouldn't be anything wrong with that at all. Yeah, just the way the Wales has gone all woke, can't it? You can't say anything nowadays. Everyone's offended off something, aren't they? So, someone would be offended off this because I said I used to think jiu jitsu was gay. That, 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 that would offend someone, do you know what I mean? Like, this <laughs> <laughs> guy just, just uh... have the act. This yeah. madness. Um, look, again, you, you know, you've you've been, had a very successful career, especially where your amateur fight um record is concerned. Your team that you're currently um uh, affiliated with, I hope this is still um accurate. Monkey House Gym, is that correct? Yeah, where I started, yeah. Tell me about that, and uh, what can you say about the place? As in, what how, the, your story with them, and when you first joined them. Yeah, so my my mechanic is is, is one of my good mates, Lotho. He um he he trained there, and he, he doesn't train anymore. But he, he did train there, and he was like doing jujitsu comps, getting like bronze medals, silver medals, and stuff. Just as white belts. And I've seen him posting, and he he fixed my dad's car, and then he said, um, my dad, he was talking about that, and I've I'd seen videos of him striking, and his he's got on the floor, but his striking was terrible. Um, dead sloppy, but he's obviously never done it before. I, he'll see. I, I always give him shit about it anyway. Um, and then I said, I'll come down and do some jits with him. But I think everyone used to say to him, they're going to come and train with him. No one ever would. And then, so my dad was telling him that I'm a good boxer because I'd never posted anything really with boxing. All the army boxing is not recorded. No one really knew, like me, me civilian friends, they didn't really know the, the extent of how much I boxed. Um, and he was laughing, saying, Ah. Oh, your Jay can't box and all that. He's a Muppet. So it's like obviously just as mates do. So I went there. Was I just went there and gave him a boxing lesson, <laughs> and um, and then we did. We we don't know to work together. And then I think it was like after like three or four months, I, I tapped him, and then that's when the, the penny the it clicked. Then Jimmy and I was like, I'm good at this ground because I didn't really have to. I could focus more on the ground again and the striking because the striking came easier to me because I was I was. Better, the best striker in the gym from early on. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I can switch southpaw or orthodox. So it was quite easy to teach me to kick because my footwork was good. Do you know what I mean? So it, it didn't take me long just to to to, to pick up the the, the tie elements of that. And then so it was, everything was just ground game. Just could just focus on just me jits. Like I used to love going there and just just learn jiu jitsu. I can't remember last time I got subbed in there. To, to, it's been it's been a long time now. That's why I was laughing against obviously because he, he said that I've got no jits in his post fight interview. It's because he couldn't say anything else because he can't say can't say can't bang. He can't say I've got a good chin. He can't say I've got no cardio because it's proved all these things. But I've never done that. I've never grappled. I never like showed any jiu jitsu. So, and then he took me down and just lay on me. Do you know what I mean? So it's like he. <laughs> He didn't. He didn't even posture up to even give me space to try and even do any jits. So he, he didn't. He just wanted a rest. I think. But yeah. But it's 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 it's, it's a good gym, mate. So my 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 uncle Phil here, at PS Events. He's sponsoring the gym now. Say so sponsoring the fighters. So we haven't got a cage. You see, he's gonna buy us a cage and get like a padded wall on it. Um. So we can like start leveling up all the young lads coming through. Then there's there's quite a lot of lads. Like I think a lot of my mates and a a lot of people that. that that I know from like fighting background here, they're starting to want to want to come now. They want to come and learn and learn the craft and stuff. So there'll be a lot more fighters coming from the monkey house soon. So at the minute it's only me, me and uh, Adam Shepherd. He's two and four, 
fights and monkey else. He's very good, Shepard. Like, I feel sorry for the next person that oh. that he fights. Like each each camp or each couple of months, he's like he just he just levels up so much. Like he goes away and trains all the places. He's coming back. He's teaching me things now, like with kicking and um. Well, I do a lot of work with with Shepard with his hands. Well, he's very good. Yeah, like he, I think so. He's two and four now. I can't see. I can't. I can't see anyone beating him now. That at his level, I think he'll just start going on a little win streak. It won't. It won't be long before he'll he'll be in for like a title shout. I reckon like maybe next year. He's only young. He's only like he's starting. He's like eighteen. I think he's only twenty. Like he hasn't even filled out yet. Like sometimes he hits me in the gym. Yeah. And it like it hits me as he hits me because he's so accurate as hands. It hit me like boom and it'll fuzz me. I'm like you should not. Like I've sparred the heavyweights and that, Jimmy, you know I mean? and then I'll take just laugh at them, and then they've got this little featherweight clipping me on the chin, and like fuzzing me a little bit. I'm like fucking hell, like he, he hits hard. I think it's more the accuracy than 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 the power. But he's that... one to watch. So, yeah, he's one to watch. Me, so, yeah, he's a dark. He's horse. definitely that good because you even said that you you feel sorry for his opponent. Yeah, so he's good. You're man. sure of him winning? Yeah, like I I I I struggle to ever tap Chef now. And I'm much bigger than him. Like when we when we grapple, like I'm all over him. Obviously, I'm manhandling, but I'm a lot bigger than him. But um, he's like an eel. He's always getting out of everything. Like every now and again, he's like snatching submissions on on, on me. And I. If he was like, if he was only like ten kg heavier than what he is now, he'd fucking twist me up. Do you know what I mean? He was good on the floor. Okay. Normally, when you're um you got a fight, although now you you say you you have plans to move to professional um to the professional scene, uh in general when you've got a fight um coming up, what do you normally do as in for just a fight preparation? Because I think it was you that I spoke to is it about a week ago or so. I think you said your nutritionist has kind of let you down or so. I think was it, no, uh, no, was it no, no, I, I, no, I had to, I had to source, I had to because. My best mate who lives here with with me. I, I was in the army vans. He's he was a PT. He doesn't do it now, but he was. So, um, he helps me with it. And I've sort of like understand my body as I've always been in and around it, like weight trainers. So, so like, as I, I, I know how my body reacts to a certain amount of calories per day, with because I'm pretty OCD to be honest. So I go off a training program and work training. Everything's like on the hour to the hour all day every day. Um, so I know. What calories will get me to what weight? But me, me, we, me, we weight, we weight stopped coming down is because we weren't eating enough good fats. Do you know what I mean? So I had to like adjust. But um, yeah, I think I just because I didn't fight till December. Well, I didn't fight till last until uh, Christmas, wasn't it? I put a bit too much size on in between. So I, I didn't get out of shape. I just got bigger, and then I was coming down with too much muscle then uh, to make okay. well weight again. Do you know what I mean? So. 1800 calories for the last six weeks before the fight is just not enough calories a day plus the whip for the full hour full day's work and then train at the end it's just oh, i'm starving all the time it's like starving yourself you're malnourished and then you do a weight cut and then you fight and then even more malnourished it just makes no sense hmm. have you and something that still sticks with me now um a particular fighter from ireland told me Excuse me. He uh he told me that um he has seen some situations, I think he included himself, 
that he's lost so much weight, so much body fat that, you know, certain organs, you can hear you feel your brain just vibrating subtly in your skull whilst just going about your day-to-day still, you know, preparing for the fight. Yeah, so I, I find it. So I've always, I um, I body punch all the time. Like I always, I always body punch. Um, I always have. That's how we, how I talk to boxing from when I was younger. Um, so I, I think it's like if I hit you with a good job, usually you hit me with a good, with a good job. I hit you with a good body shot. You usually try and find a body shot back on me. So I feel like my body condition is really good for years of always body punching. People always hit me back in the body. So when I'm like one ninety. I I walk around and when I'm sparring the lads, I let them hit me, but put my hands up and that. Do you know what I mean? But as soon as it comes down, and I'm not far off fight weight, like I find myself getting hurt. I find, I find myself like I can feel my ribs and I don't I don't I'm wincing on body shots and stuff. And I'm never like that. Um, Jiu Jitsu sometimes the lads are lying on me. And I feel like they're crushing me. I'm like you're fucking crushing me because mm-hmm. I think my body fat's getting down to like ten percent. Yes, yeah. And it's, you shouldn't, it's just a little bit too little. Like, you know, I'm fragile. Um, as where, when, when, obviously, when I, I'm going to get up to like 205, but when I, I walk around like 195, like I'm sound, you know I mean, I'm like solid. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't ever get hit or hurt to, to the body, or no one ever crushes me when they're lying on me. It's mad. That, that's something that you just remind, reminded me of. As the days go on, as fight days getting closer and closer, of course, if you have to make weight to lose weight, basically, as you're losing weight, that layer of fat is diminishing, diminishing more and more and more, and that layer of cushioning that will normally protect you, I think it makes sparring and training of all kind of that much harder, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I just just feel like if you feel me ribs, you can get your fingers on the bottom of your ribs and that, like it's mm. just not fucking, it's, it's not nice, it's not, it's not healthy. I don't feel like you take you don't take headshots as good either. Like feel like your brain rattles. You just, you just it's just not good for you. Okay, so um, I I want to talk about um, because of time. Anyway, I'm going to ask one question that people might find more relevant to the conversation. Marco China versus uh, Conor McGregor. Now people been talking about this fight for eight, for what seems like um forever and. I think by now, I think it's got even the UFC have made it obvious and clear that it's not going to happen, at least not for now. But have you ever been in a situation whereby you've been preparing for a fight and then without warning at the last minute, your opponent pulls out? And has there ever been an occasion whereby that's happened, but you don't get a, a proper reason or response as to why it's happened? Uh, no, no, I've never had that happen to me, mate. No, your opponent's uh, never no. pulled out? No, no. Uh, I pulled out of one last year, which um, once again I I fucking done something to my yes, ribs yes, when I yes. body body come down. But that was like two weeks prior, okay. um, or like ten days prior, I think. But yeah, I felt like I felt I felt horrible, mate. I suppose it wasn't really my decision. Because my coach pulled me, but um, we done some sparring because uh, I'd been I'd been nursing it for weeks th- to this point, and I was like ten days out, and then oh, shit. Oh, my body's dying. And I was like 10 days out and I was like, fucking, my ribs are still bad. And I sparred one of our lads. I said, go for it. You know, my ribs bad. I need you to go for me. Do you know what I mean? And I was fighting. I, I had like one one hand down by my side, fighting with one hand. Like, it was, it was, <laughs> like he was hurting me, but I, when I was pissed off that I couldn't. Do you know what I mean? But my coach was like, no. Nah, oh. 
I just don't do any jujitsu now on a, on a couple of weeks before we fight because I just hurt myself. I think, based on what you said about the army and some other politics, maybe <laughs> I think we still have a lot to talk about in probably in a separate and another episode. I mean, I'll be we're happy to have you back on the show probably at an earlier yeah. time where we've got more time to I can really pick your brains. Um, last but not by no means least, um, any shout outs you want to give out to anybody and any affiliates out there? Yeah, so it's all all my sponsors really mate. Like Swift the Fish, they're my close sponsor. They 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 were there from day one. He after my first fight, he, he came to speak to me and said, uh, I want to get you on on board. Um and then I've got I've got loads. I've got Uncle Phil PS events, TH Production, uh, my mate Mace, he sorts all the tops out, does the banners. Um and then all the others like WMS, there's was he he's got a garage for me, Tom. He, he, he gave me 500 quid. I've got Scott Mack around the corner. He gave, gave me a thousand pound um, a few months ago for like the next two camps. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, money. Yeah, now, my mate Sean Mack is his boss, give me some money. And then um, Abby's boss, she gave me, uh, he gave me 500 quid for, for, for this camp. Like, so. It's been good. All us, also them sort sort of sponsors. Like it, it takes the weight load off me, so I can train more without worrying about the money side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, been my coach Scott. He's been there since day one. And he, um, I've got we trained upon Alan. He lost on the SEC. Got wrestled and he got he got subbed in the first round. But his striking's really good, Alan. So that was the only way that kid was going to survive. And there was, was no way he would have stood with him. But yeah. I suppose with some of these amateur fighters, you don't really see much tape on them. He doesn't even got much of a background, so you don't really know what you're getting in for. And then you get double leg straight away, and then also he's coming with like a Khabib hat on afterwards. So it's like you get people, you get out wrestled by someone who wears one of their hats. So it's, it's what's got to take it on the chin, haven't you? Um, and then yeah. my, my other coach, so I've got a coach, Eric Silver, who fights Cage Warriors. He's out in Brazil at the minute. Um, just waiting on him, for, for, on, on him to come back because I'm still not graded. Still not been given a belt in jet yet. Um like when I'll be entering a purple belt comp this year. Um but yeah, I, I spoke to Eric, he said as soon as he comes back, he's gonna give me a blue straight away. And then obviously I can start building from that then. Um and then one of the other coaches, Dino, he's 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 a first British fighter to win a left wing world title. Uh I trained with him up in Ormsburg, so he, he's perfect for it for me now with with the elbows and stuff. Obviously, going into the pro game. Hmm. Okay, that's it, really, mate. Yeah, and I was on my my best mate, and I don't really give him a shout out ever. Yeah, he done the wake up with me. He done the sauna, so it was like three hours in the sauna, and then an hour and a half sweat bath afterwards, and then another hour bath in the morning, and that was all on like two days no food and water as well. So, um. He 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 done the whole thing with me. He nearly killed him, like, but um, it's good for him because he's gonna fight eventually. So it's good, it's good, so he can learn. I'll I'll yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have to do that, but get used to it. Yeah, it was good of him to do. It. He didn't have to do that. Do you know I mean, it was just me and him and the son. He just sat with me the whole time. Um. Okay. Um. Jay, look, thank you so much for coming on the show, and definitely we'll have to get you back on. Um. At some point, probably after your first pro fight. Any idea when you you got um uh, when your first pro fight is going to be on the cards? Yeah, so FCC now will be September and then usually December. So there's no others in, but there's other there's other promotions in between. But 
Like uh, I've only ever fought FCC. I've been with him since day one. That's why I've uh, like there's a lot of amateur lads in this country with way more fights than me, but I've got the FCC titles. You know I mean, so it's because just to fight FCC, you're fighting usually the best amateur fighters. You know I mean, so you want to go and get wins on these little backdoor promotions all over the country, then you're not really progressing yourself to win to win an, an any sort of major amateur title, are you? Do you know what I mean because you could be fighting and like you see them, don't you? And fighting in a nightclub and in a mismatch with some kid who hasn't got a corner team or something. It's like, um, but yeah, I'll probably just stick FCC. They've always been good to me. Okay. And uh, yeah, trying yeah. to have a little one of that. I reckon, I don't know, say what, undefeated amateur going in, three, four and oh, as a pro, I could probably be able to start asking for that FCC middleweight title, I would imagine. Um, but yeah, I'll just take each fight as it comes. Obviously, the caliber of fighters is going to improve in it. So, but when when I size up the pros, I think some of them are really good, and some of them are fighting for the wrong reasons, and they're not. And I just look at them and think, why? Wonder why you're in here just to get a couple hundred quid or whatever much the person is doing. You don't have they don't have tickets. Many tickets gone. You get announced. No one's really in the crowd, and you're like, and then you get to get done in. You think, what? Well, yeah, I think they're there for the wrong reason. They're fighting for the wrong reasons. I mean. Really? Um, yeah, that that that's what I believe anyway. Because you, you you see somebody look done in, look weathered and done in, and and they don't look that good either. You think, yeah. oh, why, why why are you fighting pros? Like what? Must be the purse, honestly. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, look, I will not keep any longer because you said you have to, um you got some clients at half past four. So yeah, uh, I've got a pad. I'm in a monkey style after this. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you did, um, which you listen this far, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. It helps me a lot to grow the platform. And also you can catch the audio versions of this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts, and on other audio platforms as well. Jay, thank you once again. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Catch up soon, mate.